Welcome to Crown Conversations. This is just a regular episode this week because the Kings are seeing two teams that they've already seen. They're seeing the Vancouver Canucks and the Chicago Blackhawks on Sunday. Oh, and uh, before I forget, joining me today is highly esteemed managing editor. Yay, Sarah. hockey. Thanks for joining me again today, Sarah. <laughs> Do I mean, really I, I'm yaying the, the concept of though. hockey, not necessarily our garbage sons. <laughs> so you paid good money to go see the garbage sons get I did. blown out in the did. United Center. Sure did. Oh, that was a game. That was a game that I- happened to me. And and. and <laughs> That's about the only nice thing I can say about it is that it happened. <laughs> so this weekend I was dealing with power outage. Unfortunately or unfortunately, I can't really decide which. The power outage on Saturday came uh, around 8.30 my time. Uh, so that means that it was a couple of hours after the Kings failed in Minnesota. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay, sorry. <laughs> so after they got totally blown out in uh, in Twin Cities, and then I was like, oh, why couldn't the power go out like four hours ago so I didn't have to torture myself watching this stupid game? And so I missed Sunday's game, but actually it's funny because even though I wasn't really, I guess not supposed to, but... I'm an adult. I can do whatever the heck I want, right? But um, even though I was totally wearing down the battery on my phone because I had literally nothing else to do on Sunday because I can't cook, clean, do laundry or anything like that without, you know, power. Um, I remember you tweeted sometime in, I think it was the uh, almost the set end of the second period you were like i dropped my phone in the seats and that was about the most yes. exciting thing about the king yes or something like <laughs> my phone like just slid off my lap because i forgot that like you need to hold things in your hands to keep them in the place where you left them and i like leaned forward and it just like whoops slid down the row behind like in front of me and all the very helpful people around me were like oh no, no like let's get i was like no 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 it's fine it's fine. Like, we'll just, it's, I can see it. It's right there. Like, just, just leave it. Like, I don't, if I, if I have it, like the outside world will be able to communicate with me and they're all going to be telling me how bad the team is. But then like, I spent most of the period just kind of like glancing down to be like, yep, still there. Hey buddy, still sitting there on the floor, huh? You know, and, and it, it was far more exciting than only, than what was happening on the ice. Like, I don't think, like, I can't even come up with like a single redeemable thing that anyone did like Sean Walker scored the goal I think which good for him like I I like he's doing stuff but like all of my other like good thoughts and feelings about it were like ooh, during warm-ups like Jeff Carter looked really nice like none of them have anything to do with the team or like oh like Mike Amadio got to be the guy who fishes all the pucks out of the net that's good to know like <laughs> like n- nothing to do with the actual team on ice but like, or like, I saw a couple other people there in Andrzej Kopitar's Slovenia jerseys and a guy who is Slovenian actually came over and talked to me, like, because I think he thought I was Slovenian and then I was very sad to have to be like, I'm sorry, I just really, really like Andrzej Kopitar. But like, nothing about the game was good. Like, even as a person who lives in Chicago and occasionally is like, ah, oh, yes, they did a good thing. That's nice. I was like, I mean... Good for you, Dylan Strom. Like, you go try to get paid next time. I don't know. 
But no, it was very bad. Just very bad. <laughs> Weren't the Kings out shooting the Blackhawks like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like 38 to 20 something. <laughs> like, And, and I, I went to the game. I, a friend and I have like a mini ticket plan thing. And so we were lucky enough that... I was lucky enough that this game was part of that package. But she, of course, is like 100% real actual Blackhawks <laughs> fan. and But she like has come to appreciate you know, Jonathan Quick for being like an angry douchebag. Like she, she'll, she, I, I basically just feed her clips of him, like being angry about stuff. And she's like, okay, yeah, no, I like that. I like him. I like him. He's mad. <laughs> and like, we, we didn't even get Jonathan Quick playing. Aww. Like it was Jack Campbell who, who's fine, but like Quick is the only guy on the team who I think she knows. And so she was disappointed because she was like, I don't even get to see Jonathan Quick play. I'm like, well, if the Blackhawks put up enough goals on Jack Campbell, you might, <laughs> but no, we didn't, we didn't even get that. <laughs> That's so disappointing. <laughs> like no angry stick smash or like him trying to put no, just cool, calm, collected Jack Campbell. Oh, I love Jack Campbell, but also I love my angry douche ja- uh, John Quick. <laughs> he is. They they say okay, you know in in the world of women, he would not be lauded for this attitude. But of course, because he is a straight white man who was playing a straight white men's game. I mean, because honestly, most of the men are straight and white. Um, and, and not that hockey, you know, has, you know, any racial issue. Okay, we're not going to get into that. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's too heavy for tonight. <laughs> it's too much. Um, <laughs> But right, because he is who he is, he gets to smash his six and people are like, man, what a douche. But if he was a woman, people would be like, oh my God, <laughs> someone needs to check their attitude and just be grateful that they even are playing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, although, I mean, like, I would love to see, like, Shannon Zabados <laughs> go, like, completely nuts and, like, but... I'd love it, but yeah, there'd be a bunch of people who would be gross about it. But yeah, I, I was I was just very disappointed that I didn't even get to deliver unto my friend like Mad Jonathan Quick. Uh. <laughs> just I was like, that could have been a highlight. That could have been a highlight of her being like, okay, like I see why you like this dumb team, like because the because the angry boy. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, alas. yeah. How, how you have stuck around in the last what is it four or five years? That's that's a mystery to me. <laughs> Although it's not like the... I, I like Angry Boys. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's not like the Blackhawks are doing a whole lot better. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> they're sad. They they can't even, like, outshoot their opponents. They're like, oh, they're so bad. And yet, the Kings lost to them 5-1. to one. I, This team puzzles me. <sighs> I hate them sometimes. I do too. I was looking at the November schedule of things that I wanted to write about. I was like, Ugh. I don't know. There's nothing that, like, do I want to preview the Habs game or do I want to recap the Habs game? Do I want to talk about, I don't know, the Whoever else they're playing, I can't even remember off the top of my head because it's been it's been a hell of a week, Lemon. <laughs> I think they play. <laughs> I think they play the Leafs or something. That's coming yeah, up. Okay. Soon you can talk about like you can just just talk about Jake Muzzin the whole time. Oh, I miss Muzzin. Like, do you think? Okay, uh, totally unrealistic to ask this because I already know the answer. And besides the fact that they have, like, 800 defensemen right now. But do you think we could ever get him back? I miss that fuzzy muzzy. Does he want to play for free? (laughs) Be like, hey, do you want to come to a team that sucks? But they were the team that was like, we gotta have you. Jake Muzzin league league (laughs) minimum contract to get him to come back. I'm sure yeah, that would work. Yeah, he's making millions of dollars right now, but sure. Let's let's move, move it down to like, you know, 600k or whatever the minimum is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seeing him in a Leafs jersey is just real weird. Just I, real weird. 
Yeah, like it. it's been several months. I, I guess like technically about six months, seven months. I can't tell time. It's been a long time, and I'm still not over it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I see him like score goals and stuff and celebrate with his new team, and I'm like, oh, Jake. Jake, come back. You were good. Wait, he's allowed to. <laughs> we miss you. He's we allowed need to you. score goals. Yes. That's like a foreign concept. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, you know, speaking of uh, the Leafs. Wait, I don't have a good transition here. Something about the Leafs and Fly. <laughs> Let's talk about the Flyers. They have Carter Hutton. Oh, gosh. Who is 21 years old. No, no, they don't. Nope. They have Carter Hart. That's a different guy. <laughs> There's too many Carters in the league. Carter Hutton is old. Carter Hart is not. Thank you for that correction. Carter Hutton <laughs> plays for Buffalo, and he is, I think, 34. Yep. Whereas Carter Hart yeah. plays yeah. for Philadelphia. Yes. He is a baby. He's 21 years old, and he plays for Philadelphia. He's playing underperforming right now. Whatever that means in goalie speak. I don't know. Ask Kat Silverman. Because uh, she's like, yes, he's underperforming. He'll get better. Give it time. Be patient. But, you know, Flyers fans have no chill. Like, at all. Like, I thought Kings fans <laughs> had no chill, but damn. Flyers fans, you guys take the cake. Like, hats off to you. Anyway, um... They're frustrated. It's been like a month and they're like, okay, we're done with Carter Hart. Someone was even like, I'll take the semi-washed up John Quick. I'm like, here you go. Take him. Take him. No, no take backs. No. I would love, I would love it. I would love to see. Cause isn't Dean Lombardi still hanging out with the Flyers? He's still like advising them. So, I mean, this is like the most far-fetched thing. It would never happen, but... It would crack me up. Like, the Kings-Flyers connection alive again as the they take Jonathan Quick for, like, a bag of spare parts and, like, probably trade us back like Andy Andrioff or something. I mean, I'll take Andrew Andrew. I can never say his name. I always call him Andrew. It's so hard. Andy Andrioff, <laughs> uh, Carter Hart, uh, and a bag of pucks if they will take Ben Hutton. That's Ben... Not related to Carter, I don't think. Um, and Curtis McDermott <laughs> off our hands. So, yeah. I think that's a fair deal. <laughs> yeah, let's make a deal, Philly. Come on. Who would say no to that? Uh, wash, uh, <laughs> a seventh defenseman who is really only known for his grittiness. A 26-year-old defenseman who was a UFA signing. For a team that was apparently desperate for God knows what reason. I don't know. Desperate to tank, maybe? Um, and uh, a washed up <laughs> yes. a washed up old goalie. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Philly would go for it. Just full of grit. I mean, they'd love McDermott. Like, they might, like, give us extra to take McDermott because he's big and punchy. <laughs> so earlier today, um, somebody from Nux Misconduct, you know, the Canucks SBN site, they're like, hey, can you answer a few questions to preview the game tomorrow? Today is Tuesday uh, when we're recording this podcast. So they're like, hey, can you answer a few questions to preview the, the Canucks and Kings? I was like, all right, sure. But I'm pretty sure you could write the Kings suck for most of them. But I um, I was like, I could wax poetic all day about my sweet, sweet Swedish son, Carl Grundstrom. He's a big boy. I, I was, there was a connection there with Carl Grundstrom in my head. I'm not sure what it was. It's gone now. I was like, there's a reason why I brought this up. It had to do with Carl Grundstrom. I don't know what it is. Uh, but he is, he was recalled. So, you know, there's that. And he might actually get to play games this time. Mm, doubtful. 
they have Curtis McDermott <laughs> to be all. Oh, that's we'll why see. because we were talking about Curtis McDermott, and I called. I was like, okay. Carl Grenstrom, he's a lover. I mean, he's a scorer, not a fighter or a hitter. And Todd McClellan loves him, him t- his toughness. And apparently so did this front, front, this front office. And I was just like, ugh, I just want to play Carl Grenstrom. And I want to play the skilled guys more. Like, I do not want to see Curtis McDermott take the ice anymore. Unless the Kings ever down, like, three defensemen and I actually mean three defensemen on the ice at that time in the game and there's nobody else available like I'll take the popcorn vendor over Curtis McDermott okay maybe that's a little extreme but he's too punchy for me not that anyone asked my opinion get one of the guys (laughs) in the ice crew hey a lot of them play beer hockey okay so yeah yeah it'll be fine but I, I think I think Grunstrom will actually play this time. Like the not that like practices game practices on a not the practices on a day that isn't game related necessarily mean anything. But he was playing. Todd McClellan went all like kablooey on the lines <laughs> and just blew up everything. And Grunstrom was playing along. He was playing on the top top line left wing with Kopitar. And then Jeff Carter was playing the right wing. So. All of the lines were just real screwy and like no one really knows if it was just McClellan being like, let's just do some stuff. And, you know, trying to kind of send a message to guys that like no one's safe and you can't just count on being handed minutes because of, you know, who you are, how long you've been here or whatever. But if those lines keep up, like I think it would I think it would actually be really stupid for them not to play him because it would sort of undermine all of what McClellan had been saying of listen, I want to look to Ontario, I want to bring guys up, and I want to play them because some of you guys here are just not cutting it. So I sort of feel like if they called someone up and then sat him, it would sort of make him look not great. So we'll cross our fingers that, like, your large <laughs> Swedish scory boy, scor- scory boy, can't say that either, will get in the Speaking lineup. Speaking is hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I... I- don't have high hopes that McClellan is gonna put my Swedish scory boy in the in the lineup. I'm, I'm sure he's gonna be like, okay, you get one more chance, and I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a lot one more chance, and I'm using lot instead of a different word that I'm sure he's probably using instead that we all use. But I have to keep this podcast clean. Anyway, I just I don't have faith in McClellan because he's like, we got to stick with it. But he also said something really weird after the Chicago game. And I was like, this this doesn't make any sense to me. His quote was something along the lines of this road trip was good for us. It proved that some guys are not ready to play in the NHL. And I'm like, um, but your whole team, aside from like three people, like they're all established vets. Like, I don't I, I do not understand this quote. Yeah, I think his quote was like, it, it was more just trying to say like, it wasn't like, oh, you can't play in the, like, he clarified it a little bit in some of his comments after practice on to, today's <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah. Um, and it just was just kind of talking, like, it, it was, it wasn't more, it wasn't like a, you suck and should be out of the league, but it was more of a, this is what we're doing now and you, you aren't doing it. And I, I like he can see who isn't doing it who or who is struggling with making the change to you know the pace or the speed or the style or whatever um but yeah who who knows like I I am tending to be a little more optimistic but I will probably be, be proved wrong but who knows I I I just feel like if you were gonna call some up someone up and not play them you would have called up <laughs> one of the guys you don't actually care about which there are there are there are several of them like no offense to Mario Kempe but you know he's not a prospect he's a guy who is there because <laughs> he is a body and he's also Adrian's brother um but like he's doing really well he basically is at like a point per game uh, i think he has like i was looking at it earlier for another thing and i think he has like 8 points in 8 games so i feel like if you if you just want to call a person up and sit them you call up someone like him because it doesn't matter if he's just going to sit in the press box for five games until you send him back. But 
I'm going I'm going to be cautiously optimistic, which is a rarity for me, but I'll 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 take this one for the team and say that Grunstrom plays. Ooh, if Grunstrom plays, then we'd have an extra Swede on our side. So it's two Swedes against Vancouver Swedes. Wait, I think Vancouver is two ha. Swedes, right? Or do they have more? Take take that, <laughs> Vancouver. I mean, even though even though the Sedines aren't playing anymore, I feel like the Sedines are eternal. So they they they're just always there, increasing the Swede count, even if even if they're not playing. Um, I know they have Pedersen. Now I'm gonna look because it's gonna annoy me. Um, well, I know they have Pedersen, and I no. thought they had. Oh, they have so many Swedes. Oh, they have so many Swedes. They have Alex. Uh, they have Edler, who is Swedish. Oh, yeah. They have Louis Eriksson. They have uh, Jacob Markstrom, the goalie, eh. and Patterson. So four sweets. Okay. Well, <laughs> Louis Erickson is old and washed up, so it doesn't matter. Um, uh, Alex Adler, uh, he's been with the Canucks forever. Oh. Yeah, he's also old and, yeah. Yeah. So Old, I say, as if any of them are older than me. They're not. <laughs> I mean, I guess the biggest Swede we'd have to contend with is Jacob Markstrom, and I thought for sure when the Kings were in Vancouver, he was going to get a shutout. No shutout. It was 8-2. to two. You ate to see it, but I'm sorry. I had to get that stupid joke in there. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. This is... Yeah, both of their <laughs> both of their goalies have been doing really well, so I I'm like double not looking forward to this because like remember when Vancouver was just bad all around and they had no goaltending and no defense and like the only thing they had was the Sedins and now they have no Sedins but they actually have goaltending. Like what kind of karmic weirdness is that? Mm, it's the long lost ghost of John Tortorella. Huh. <laughs> but, okay, the Canucks are still the Canucks, and that means they don't have any defense at all. Because they were playing, who was it, the Washington Capitals, and they blew a four-goal lead. Like, I thought the Kings were bad, because the Kings have blown multiple leads. But no, the Canucks blew a four-goal lead and then proceeded to lose in the shootout. I loved it. <laughs> I admit, I was rooting for the Canucks to win, but only, don't kill me, but only because I was like, man, you can't just blow a four-goal lead. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you should win this this stupid thing in regulation. But no, once it got to the shootout, I was like, all right, whatever, who cares? I just, I was so proud of them for blowing that lead. And then they were up, like, similarly, like, (laughs) they played the Panthers after that, and they were also up, I think, 5-1, and all of the internet started being like, ooh, watch out, Canucks, worst lead in hockey. Um, But they they kept that lead and won that game. But I I wasn't, like, paying attention to that game, but I follow enough people, the Caps game, I follow enough people online who are Caps fans that I just kept seeing, like, anguish, 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 and then, like sudden glimmers of hope and then just complete chaos broke out like that game feels like the most Canucks game ever just yeah the Kings haven't done that like they've blown leads but they have not they haven't blown that kind of lead yet (laughs) well they almost did against Calgary no Nashville they were up no what I don't got who was it they I think it was Calgary they were up like three nothing or something and then Calgary started chipping away. And I'm like, no, you dumb people. Stop. No. What are you doing? Ah. Yeah. That, I think they, I mean, they yeah. did it. Tw- they also did it in that Nashville game, too, where they had like the lead and then were like, LOL, just kidding. And then had to actually storm back and play to win that game. So, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see that. Who knows? <laughs> maybe this game will be a 6 5 shootout, too. I know it's only been like 12 games or something. The Kings have four wins. Um, did they peak in Nashville? In that Nashville game, I mean? I'd say they peaked in the, the, the Calgary. Like, can we just play Calgary 82 times a year? Like, it would get exhausting. I'd get really tired of like having to talk about Matt Kachuk, <laughs> but I'd be able to like pronounce his name on the first try. Like, 
after that many games. But like they've the, the Calgary games have been amazing. Like even the one that they almost blew have been really good and the team looked really good and they all were like playing as one unit and all the great stuff about hockey and then like all these other teams are just like meh, don't care. <laughs> I think the Calgary game might have been I- the peak. <laughs> Uh, I think that Calgary game where I think they were up like four nothing or something, and then Dowdy took like a stupid penalty. Well, he did something dumb in the end, but I guess it was sort of saving a goal. But it doesn't matter because whoever it was that scored on the penalty shot anyway. And I was like, man, how dare you ruin Jonathan Quick shot out? I think that was their their peak. It's October thirtieth, twenty ninth, thirtieth. Whatever. I don't yeah. know what date it is. But yeah, that but that was it's, it. It's though. October. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that 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 was the, probably their peak. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a little sad that we're talking about their peak, and it's not even November. <laughs> we'll just fast forward to whenever they lose the draft lottery again. Ugh, that was painful. <laughs> but you know, you know that the hockey gods, the universe is not going to give the Kings the first overall pick. (sighs) Yeah. They've never had it. No, it's just, (laughs) I I already don't expect it to, to, to get it. I already expect to be like, here's your number five pick again, which is fine. I'm sure you, you, you can get a nice quality boy at that spot, but sure would be nice to be rewarded for all of the suffering that we're going to go through. With the way they're playing, uh, yeah, they are not going to make the playoffs. But I thought Jack Hughes was supposed to, like, come in and fix everything. Be like, hey, you got a nice, shiny new boy now. Um, yeah, like, you guys won the lottery. They need a goaltender. Hey, you think we could interest them in Jonathan Quick? Yeah, how's that working <laughs> for the Devils? <laughs> I mean, we can just leave. We can just leave him there next time the Kings are on the road in, in Jersey. Just, oops, sorry, left something behind in the locker room. It's okay, you can keep him. Yeah, it's kind of like when you leave something at the hotel and you're like, ah, oh, shoot. Well, guess I'll have to replace it. Ugh. Inconvenient, but I'll live. <laughs> right? They're like, well, we can we can send it back to you. Like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You can just, I'll just get a new one. Like, no, it's okay. We can just charge it to the card. No, it's fine. Oh, I, I, you keep them. I canceled that card. So, um, yeah. Uh, you guys have fun with that. Uh, toss them in the landfill if you don't want them. <laughs> Poor Jonathan Quick. I, I, I love him so much, but oh man, he still has so many years <laughs> left on his contract. Well, uh, I think it's only like three. Um, and But when you compare it to Parisi and Sutter, Sutter, Suter, when you compare it to Parisi and Suter, they have six years left on their contract. No, 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 that's not okay. Zach Parisi? <laughs> that's so many years. Zach Parisi is 35. His contract will end when he is 41 years old. I don't even like I my body hurts just like going up and down stairs. I can't. I, oh, like I, I tend to not even think about the wild. Like they're just sort of an entity that I know exists. And like I've been to a game there like I've, I, I but I, I don't believe that they're real. Like They're just a team that I don't think about until something causes me to think about them. And I sometimes even forget that Parisi and Suter are like still there and playing because they're both like hockey ancient. And then there's so many years left. They're just going to crumble into dust. Well, I think Parisi has had some back issues in the last few years, which I mean, given that so hockey is such a violent sport and people really love to slam their entire bodies into his body. Like you're, you're, you're 
your physical skeleton can only take so much abuse of people flying at you from like 300 feet away at 30 miles an hour and you're you weigh 200 plus pounds and you're just launching yourself into that person like your skeleton is your bones are like no bro like the muscles are like i ain't doing this no more and and the bones are like f you i'm out i just i don't i don't understand i don't understand it like (laughs) that's so like yeah one of them i i I always i I just think of them as like one entity i don't even if you showed me pictures of parisian suitor i don't like i would have to think really hard as to which one was which even though i know they don't look like the same other than just being like beefy white hockey dudes but like so they're kind of interchangeable, but I know one of them had, like, such bad, like, ankle problems that he had to, like, I feel like he had, like, essentially, like, re- relearn how to walk or something. Like, the doctor was basically like, I don't know that you're ever going to play hockey again. And he was like, haha, fooled you. Like, I, how are they? I would have given up. <laughs> this is why I'm not a professional athlete or athlete of any kind, because I'd be like, nope, this is hard. <laughs> I'm going to go read a book now. <laughs> Nope, I'm done. My body said that it doesn't like that, so I'm going to listen, and I'm not going to be like, no, I'm going to push through this pain for millions and millions of dollars. No, No. thank you. Not me, but (laughs) that is why I am broke. I live in somebody else's house, and I uh, am not an athlete of any kind. I just like to criticize the athletes from my couch. That's fine. That's what they're there for. Good old, uh, what do you call it? Armchair GM, armchair coach. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. All right. Back to the Kings. Um, Mayor John Hoven, he said something that I found was really interesting. And at first I was like, no, you're wrong. And then I was like, oh, maybe he's right. But he was saying that the Kings are only going to win two out of every five games. Approximately. And they will be about 75 to 80 point team. That's bad. And at first I was like, no, I mean, they were let down by poor goaltending and a little bit of bad luck. And the more I watched their games, I'm like, yeah, that that's about accurate. Yeah, that that feels like the pace that we're on. So got two points to him for that one, because that's about what we're doing. And, you know, it. Like, I know some people have said they don't see any progress or anything with this team, but I think that it if you look at a game from maybe not these past couple games where they got scored on like 8,000 times, but if you look at the Calgary game, which I feel like is the like peak of this team of what they could be if they really put their backs into it and you play that game and then you play any literally any game from last year, even like one of the ones that they won. If you play this, like, I feel like there's going to be a noticeable difference in how they play. So, like, I feel like there's been progress. They are actually playing with some speed and they're getting into the, the offensive zone, which is not a thing that they were doing very well at all last year. Like, so there, there's there's some promise there, but there's not a playoffs worth amount of points of promise. There's a mm, you kind of got this sometimes amount so yeah, that like two games out of five or whatever feels feels pretty close to what's actually going to happen. I'm I'm kind of hoping that they are you know a, a slightly above eighty point team. I mean, if you go five hundred on the season, that's that's bad. But the way they're playing is just they're they're so they're so confusing because like. You know, against the Jets, they'll have this, like, ridiculous <laughs> four check, and they're so good, and, you know, it's wave after wave after wave of pressure, and then they just lay down and die for the next three games. Oh, I just, <laughs> they just stress me out so much. <laughs> Because, like, when you see the potential and you see, like, how good they are, like, that Calgary game was, you're like, yeah, this is fun and I like this. And, like, they're good and they're getting it and whatever. And then, yeah, they just are sort of like, oh, that's, we've had enough. It's like after I do something really hard and then I'm like, you know, or like, it's like when I cook dinner for myself. And then when I'm done, I'm like, but I don't want to clean the rest of this up. 
I'm just going <laughs> to leave it there. I worked really hard. I shouldn't have to do the rest of it. Like, I just, you just sort of like let it slide for a little while, which is fine if you're me and you live by yourself and no one's ever going to see your like hoarder pit of a kitchen. It's not fine if you're a professional athlete getting paid millions of dollars to win a children's game. Like, sorry, but, but yeah, they just, it's, yeah, it really is like one step forward, two steps back. And, I, it's going to be such a long season if that's really how it is. They haven't even played 20 games yet. I mean, they're not even a quarter of the way through their season. It's just... <sighs> October has felt like the longest month on Earth. Just personally and watching the Kings play <laughs> hockey. <laughs> oh, it's almost over. It's We're right there. I can see the end. Historically... They've been better in November. Well, except last year. Because, you know, they were bad in October. And I was like, okay, okay, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Just wait until November. November came and I think they won like five games in the whole month. And I was like, uh, okay, well, maybe they'll be better in December. December came and they were real bad. I was like, oh boy, okay. Uh, I don't have any hope for the winter because they always have the winter blues. Like, for some reason in their entire franchise, like a few years ago, uh, Shang Pang, who now writes for the Enemy, I mean, Fear of the Finn, um, he did this article he about the King's history where he looked into it. And he's like, why do the Kings struggle so much in January and February? And for some unknown reason, for 50 years, the months of January and February have plagued this stupid team. I think it's a curse. I think someone cursed them. I think so, too. But um, they did win the Stanley Cup, you know, twice before they were 50. So I guess, I don't know. Is that like, does that even out the curse? Are you a Cubs fan? Does that even out the curse? <laughs> well, I mean, the Cubs winning the, 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 I almost said the Stanley Cup, which is totally not it. The Cubs winning the World C Series, like, completely upset the balance of the entire universe. So uh, we're not quite on that territory yet. But um, I, and I think that they're recursed now because of the fact that they won. <laughs> like, had they not won, maybe, like, the world as it is today in 2019 would not be such a, like, hellscape. But, um no, I think maybe it was a curse from, like, an incompetent curse practitioner. So, like, they sort of got the curse right, but, like, it, it, it was weak enough that they still won the Stanley Cups, but also strong enough that they're just like, January, what's that, LOL? No, I think the Leafs winning would upset the balance a la the Chicago Cubs. Because the Leafs, I, I think they Oof. haven't won in, like, 120 years or something. I don't think that's true, but it's got to be. I, I like making. I like the idea of making up more and more outrageous numbers just to make Leafs fans angry. Like the Maple Leafs haven't won the cup in 320 years. Like that can't possibly. It's true. <laughs> the Stanley Cup. I just want to make Leaf, Leafs fans mad. Like that's difficult to do. <laughs> oh. Well, hopefully nobody from uh, Pension Plan Puppets listens to this and they're, they're like, no, I won't do a preview of the Leafs with you because you insulted my team. But I insult every team, to be honest with you. Right, we'll just let them talk about Jake Muzzin the whole time. Like, that should be fine. And and, and our best friend, Nick Shore. Yeah, we'll just ask them. I'll be like, do you stare longingly into Jake Muzzin's deep blue eyes and be like... I like your beard. I thought you were going to say do you stare longingly into his beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, gonna, I was saying, do you stare longingly into his deep blue eyes and say, I like your beard. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. <laughs> uh, Courtney would be so jealous. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think she cares about anything. <laughs> A stupid fan. <laughs> <laughs> for what it's worth, for anybody who doesn't know, Courtney is the name of his wife. 
Hey, did he reproduce? It's a real good beard. It is a good beard. Yeah, I think they have a, I think they have a, a small person now. Oh my god, everybody's like reproducing. Didn't you tell me that Dowdy has a small child? Like, no. Yes, yeah, they just had a baby recently. What? Ah. Yep. Uh, Willie Mitchell. He has a small person. I think his son is like probably like four or five now. At least it's the, the, it's at least like walking around age. <laughs> I don't know anything about children. That could be any age. <laughs> I thought you were referring to his son as an it, and I was like, um, Sarah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I his son is is pretty big. Uh let's see. We we know Carter has wait, no. I don't think Carter has any children. Just furry yeah, children. Yeah, no, they have two. No, they have two. Small oh, wait, wait, little, you're adorable, right. Okay. Yes. Curly headed blonde do. children. I, like, I, I, I stood behind them once at a game and I was like, These kids are too cute for the world. <laughs> They're very cute children. Yeah, I forgot where it was, but they were on the road somewhere, I think. And um Trevor's wife, Trevor Lewis's wife, she tweeted a picture of the two little kids wearing daddy jerseys with 22. And I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. This is and he was holding their hands as they were walking out of the rink. And I was like, oh, OK, I'm dead. This is too cute for words. <laughs> I may have girly squealed a little. Yeah, I feel like almost all of them. That's all right. I feel like almost all of them now have like. Little tiny people of the, like, adult-aged players, not the, like, super kids. I feel like Toffoli's, like, the only one who doesn't at this point. Yeah, even BFF Tanner. But he has a tiny dog. You know, emotionally, maturity-wise, that might be all that Toffoli can handle at this moment. I don't know. I don't know their lives. Uh, speculating. I know Chet Campbell's not ready for anything more than a cat. That's my favorite thing. Mine too. He was like, yeah, I don't think I'm mature enough to handle a dog right now. And we're on the road so often. So, but I really wanted a pet. So I thought I'd get a cat. I was like, oh, Jack Campbell, you're all that is precious and good in this world. I mean, that's why I have cats. So like right on, Jack. I want a cat, but I'm also partially terrified of cats. You just need like a big lazy lump like mine are. Yeah, but see, one of my friends tried to convince me to get a cat and I was like, okay, say I get a cat. What the heck am I supposed to do with a cat? They're like, it's a pet. It's like what you do with a dog. And I was like, no, I take my dog out for a walk and I let it go play in the park and I throw stuff and it looks at me like no you go pick it up stupid I have a friend whose cat plays fetch no! so you yes and I, I've seen it I've witnessed it with my own eyes and you like throw a thing and the cat goes and chases after it and picks it up and she brings it back to you and then she drops it at your feet and then you throw it again and like it's just like a dog only smaller and probably dumber <laughs> So there are cat dogs that exist. You can even take them on walks. <laughs> that is true. I have seen people take cats on a walk. So I think you just have to like get your cat used to the harness. And then it just really depends on the cat's personality. I don't know if you're too. Now I'm mostly. <laughs> now I'm mostly thinking about Jack Campbell walking a cat down like Manhattan Beach. Like, Oh my gosh. I'm I'm picturing it now. And he kind of has a tendency to dress really like let's just call it casual, athletic casual. And um uh, and I'm just picturing him with the super long like strangly hair and just like walking his cat down Manhattan down the down the road, down the street in Manhattan Beach. I can see it in my head. Yeah, he'd look just like the biggest, like, dumb surfer bro, like, 
no one would even question it. <laughs> it would just be another weird thing you see out there. So Jack Campbell, if you're out there, please take your cat for a walk and make like Derek Forward film it or something because he's not doing anything at the moment. He is healing. Okay, Sarah. <laughs> he can he can be film like a filmographer is that a word he can be be that while he's healing he clearly he, Derek Forbert just got a dog so he can like do stuff he he can help me out on this one do me a solid Derek Forbert come Wait, on okay how are you a better stalker of their you know their social media than I am I have like so much free time I'm just extremely online and also I have like Instagram alerts set up for like almost all of them. Yeah, I think I have Instagram alerts. You never know. You never know when someone's going to post something stupid. Oh, like Derek does all the time. All the time. Maybe not all the time, but like all the time that every time that he posts so often it's something dumb (laughs) and I'm like, you can't possibly be this dumb. But the and yet the chicken doesn't lie <laughs> it's a bird <laughs> oh Derek is it a turkey uh you eat well no wait he didn't ask that it was like uh you eat it for Thanksgiving is it a chicken is it a duck what do you eat for Thanksgiving Derek I think he should just be really glad that he plays hockey. <laughs> like, I never knew there was somebody out there who could make Drew Doughty look smart. <laughs> maybe that's why, like, maybe that's why the Kings can never get rid of him. Like, you've got to have someone to balance that out. Oh, that's why they make a perfect pairing, because Drew Doughty's only smart on the ice, and Derek <laughs> Forward's like, <laughs> well, I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a special boy. Oh, he's special. Who doesn't know what a chicken is. Or turkey, apparently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe he can uh, study, brush up on his birds with Tyler Toffoli while he's brushing up on his baseball Hall of Famers. <laughs> I forgot that happened. That was also really stupid. Matt Green just gave him a look like, wait, is he trolling or is he serious? Is this kid really that dumb or is just like, he's serious. In his defense, he's Canadian. Oh, that's all I got. Oh, Tyler. Oh, Tyler. We love you, Tyler. <laughs> uh, so my friend just sent me something um, at the end of the Sharks Bruins game the Sharks came unglued so she sent me this hilarious picture that I will embed into this I don't I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore I got distracted <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry um so my friend sent me this picture of the Sharks bench with like 15 seconds left in the game. And I will definitely embed the picture in the description thingy uh, article, whatever this is called, where where you're listening to this podcast. You know what? It's hard. <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> The post, yeah, the post on yeah, the that's website. It. <laughs> I like how you just sit sit there and let me struggle for like two minutes, just laughing at me. I mean, that's what you absolutely should do. You like you were so close. You were almost there. <laughs> I was like the post body description thing, what, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Ah, uh, yes. The thing. Between work and the power outages, this has been a hellish week. And it's Tuesday. 
<sighs> oh, but the the thing of the funny thing about this picture is that so there's only two guys on the ice and there's four guys on the bench. Oh no. Oh no, they ran out of men. I saw that like Pete DeBoer got ejected. Like it got that ridiculous. So I'm very excited to see this picture. <laughs> I love chaos games that don't have anything yes, to do with us. Let the chaos be like other people that I get to enjoy and revel in it. Uh, you know, part of me, I always kind of want the Bruins to lose. Sorry, Bruins fans. Um, but also I was like, oh, but the Sharks are playing. So if the Sharks lose, then it's more fun. And that's super fun. Like, because the Sharks get to, ha- like, the Sharks, at one point, the Kings were above the Sharks in the standings. For, like, a hot second, the Kings weren't last, and the team that was last was the Sharks. Like, they're hovering down there in the basement with us. So this could be a potential year of, like, them also just being really miserable, which will result in a lot of really funny things I for like us, it I think. W- so I was talking to CJ the other day, who runs the um, the Ducks blog, whatever that's called, Anaheim Calling. I swear my memory works I, sometimes. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was talking to the <laughs> Emmy for uh, Anaheim Calling, and it was just like, you remember when California was like this really tough state and everyone was like, oh, great, the California road trip, and now all three teams suck? I feel like it, it's just... It's so sad. <laughs> and yet all three teams still just hate each other so much. <laughs> like you'd think like, oh, maybe maybe like the rivalry will cool off because we all are bad and we all know that we're all in sort of a well the sharks aren't going to admit that they need no. to rebuild. Like they're that, that whatever. But the ducks are have, you know, they're in the same place as the kings where like they're not going to outright say it, but everyone knows that they're kind of rebuilding. But like You'd think that we could all admit it and just be like, hey, let's just chill and like focus all our hate on Vegas or something for a minute. Um, And instead, like, no, like, I don't know when the Kings and the Ducks play each other. Like, I feel like it's a really long time in the future for some stupid reason. But like, you know, they're going to try to kill each other the whole game, even though, you know, Chief past Corey Perry isn't there anymore. Like, they're all still just going to like hate each other. In the Sharks game, they're all going to hate each other like. Joe Thornton's probably going to try to, like, fight a Jonathan Quick or something. Who knows? But, yeah, like, they're not they're not tough games for opponents anymore. Like, Dustin Brown might hit you. Ooh. Like, never seen that one before. Yeah, the road trip swing, the road swing, the West Coast swing through California used to be just such a gauntlet. And it was like, oh, can you face adversity? And, like, you know, and, you know very often at least this is how it feels like very often i feel like they the other teams would lose in anaheim and san jose and miraculously they'd win in los angeles probably not true but that's how i feel i was like man we can't be the only team who like didn't win like teams have to get swept in california like that's how it's supposed to work no the gauntlet is gone it's been thrown and it is no longer <laughs> relevant. Sad. We do what we can. <laughs> Which isn't a lot, to be honest. <laughs> if we can at least be like irritating to play against or something, like maybe, maybe, no, it's just sad. <laughs> Hey, you never know which Kings team is going to show up on any given night. You know, um, it could still be the team that like really irritates you and they play really well, or it could just be the team that sucks. You don't know. It's a surprise. (laughs) Are we playing Calgary? (laughs) Yes, no. (laughs) Are we playing? Well, one thing, like you said, we can count on with at least division rivals is that they're, they're going to try and kill each other. doesn't matter if the, div- the the division rivals are good or bad. Everyone's just going to try and kill each other. 
that's the way it should be. That's 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 why they did all this like rivalry nonsense in the league was to to build this up. So you know we're 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 just doing what Gary Bettman wants, which uh, actually feels dirty. Yeah. Oh, did you see how he roasted the Leafs the other day? Yes, it was beautiful. It's the only time I've ever agreed with him. And it felt so wrong to agree with him. It was like, oh, I laughed at a Gary Bettman joke. I gotta go shower now. <laughs> I'm very mature. I mean, this is a man who thrives on getting booed by people, so I think that <laughs> I think I think it's all okay in the end. Yes, very true. Okay, Sarah, let's uh, let's wrap this up so that you can get to bed at a reasonable hour, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Sounds fake. <laughs> this week, Kings are only going to see the Canucks and the Blackhawks again. Uh, game prediction. Um, I think they lose to the Canucks because the Canucks are oddly good right now. Um, Tanner Pearson gets a goal. I cry about it. Um, I think they win over the Blackhawks just because I want them to. (laughs) Short memory or whatnot. The Blackhawks just had like the worst game of ever as we're recording this. They lost 3 nothing to the Nashville Predators, which is fine because the Predators are a good team. But please hold as I pull up the shot counts because it was freaking wild. Um, the only reason they it wasn't worse was because their goaltender was very good. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> this is even worse than the last time I looked at it. <laughs> the final shot counts for that game, 51 shots for the Predators, <laughs> 20 shots for the Blackhawks. Wait, was this shots on goal or shot attempts? No, no, sh- actual actual shots on goal. Actual shots. I don't even want I don't even want to know what the attempts were. It oh, was I it was that be- bad. It was really bad. Um but anyway, the, I I just <laughs> they can't possibly like are may, maybe the Kings are like the Blackhawks Calgary. <laughs> And this, these are the only games they're going to win this year. Oh, sad! Why I, would you put that out in the universe? I I don't I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, now, in the second period, the pre- the Predators had twenty one shots in the second period, which is more shots than the Blackhawks had the entire game total. Wow! They're totally going to score like six goals on the Kings on Saturday uh, again. Yes, I know it's awful. Okay, I looked it up because I was curious. So uh, they're Corsi four at all events. So that includes uh, shorthanded. Wow, it's even worse than I thought it was. Um, so including penalties, the Predators had. 87 shot attempts so that's you know 87 times that they shot towards the net in 60 minutes that's so many guess how many the blackhawks had like 22 41 shot attempts at five on five that's so sad i know at five on five the predators had 70 shot attempts the plaque the Blackhawks had half 35 oh shot attempts. That's not shots on goal, but it's we're, shot attempts. And they got worse by period. We're, we're totally dooming the Kings again on Saturday by like roasting this. Uh, well, oh, what that's can so you do? Bad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like they're they're doing very poorly. The like the the crowd the the fan base is like ready to just run the coach out of town and maybe the gm too and maybe like everyone so i don't know like they're just very bad and they can't they can't possibly win again against the kings like they can't (laughs) please Ah. (laughs) is that your cat knocking things over (laughs) in the background 
that was that was that was me knocking things over. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can blame the cat, Sarah. <laughs> One of the, they're both sleeping. <laughs> it was definitely me. I'm just bad at like being coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> what is coordinated? Because that is not something that I am. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So the Ontario road trip, I'm only looking forward to that to look into Muzzin's pretty blue eyes <laughs> and longingly wish that he could come back to L.A. and hang out on the beach like a good surfer bro again. And teach people how to defense. <laughs> I still wish Willie Mitchell would come back and teach our children how to defense, but it's he's he's not really in love with hockey at the moment. He and Hockey had a bad breakup. It's fine, Willie. We still love you. Please come back, Willie, and and bring (laughs) Dusty Emu with you. (laughs) Maybe Dusty Emu can fix whatever the heck is wrong with Jonathan Quick, because I think Ranford has given up at this point. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I'd be like, all right, he's not listening (laughs) to me. F him. Whatever. Okay, he's... Bill Ranford is a a professional. He's never going to say that. I know. I'm just... This team is, well, it's not killing my my life or whatever. I'm not Steve Dangle, but, you know, it is a little bit hard and frustrating to watch them fail. <laughs> so, you know, okay, I'm going to be optimistic. I was optimistic on about the road trip. That didn't work, but eventually optimism is going to work one day, maybe. So I will say the Kings win both games. And then lose the next five. I like the twist at the end. (laughs) Well, I mean, two wins in five games, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Hey, they got to break the, uh, they got to break the losing streak at some point. They can't go on. Well, okay. I'm not going to put that even out into the universe. (laughs) You know, you know what the universe is going to hear you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So you know the the tomorrow is the or the the next game is their Halloween game. So the only tricks that I want are hat tricks for the Kings that go in the opposition's net and count. And they they're no they're not recalled. I l- no take backs. <laughs> I like it. Scored by the Kings against the Canucks, it counts. Toronto doesn't get to come in and be like, or we would, or we would, we would, <laughs> we would also take a Canucks own goal. Oh yeah, like Tanner Pearson accidentally scores on on his own goalie, like that'd be okay. Like he just for a second felt like his heart was really telling him, you need to score a goal for the Kings to make like your best friends Tyler and Jeff happy. And then he scores on his own net. Like that could happen. Can he like kick the puck into his own net? That's the only. That's the only Canuck goal that I want. Yeah, like, yeah, or like it bounces off of his butt or something. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the only Canucks goal that I want. I'm sorry, Tanner, but you know you're sadly the enemy now. Not, not that it's your fault. Um, but we wish you the best of luck when you're not playing Los Angeles. I'm just picturing like giving him like a very heartfelt letter that's like we regret to inform you that <laughs> per your contract you're required to score a goal on your own net in this game <laughs> sincerely we regret to inform you that as of today you are now the enemy but the caveat is only when you play Los Angeles. Otherwise, we still love you. And we really wish the best for you in your career in, in the NHL. So, <laughs> you know, go Tanner, go whatever. Just go not score on the Kings. Score on the Canucks, totally okay. Score on the Kings, totally not okay. <laughs> Sincerely, your fans Very in fair. Los Angeles. Uh, this is totally random, but do you remember when... Oh, I don't know if you saw this, but somebody actually paid his meter when he was still here. This was a while ago. Yeah. 
I remember that one. I, I remember from reading, I think it was on, on his Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I love it. <laughs> I mean, I know you can sock the Kings down in, like, Redondo and Manhattan, but that, to me, is a little bit like, okay, that's a little much. But it was it was a very nice gesture. Right? Like, I... <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't... For as, like, much as I know <laughs> that I, like, wish I didn't know about all of them, like, I don't think I would recognize any of their cars. Like, did you see him get out of his car? Like, how... I have many questions about that. Like, I wouldn't know. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a license plate that says, like, <laughs> Pearson 73, like, whatever his number was, 70. Like, although that'd be really funny. Yeah, I mean, at first I was like, okay, well, maybe it was just, you know, a, a kind stranger, random act of uh, generosity or a random act of kindness or whatever. But then at the end it said, go, kings, go. And I was like, hmm, hmm, okay, well... <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so we've done predictions. We've done some really random things. I think we should give the listeners a break now. I guess. <laughs> well, thanks again to my very special guest, Sarah, uh, for joining me tonight. Hopefully, Dimitri will be able to join me or slash us again next time. He was unavailable due to scheduling conflicts. <laughs> Womp womp. The sucky side of being an adult, (laughs) y'all. So, yeah, and hopefully the kings come out firing and ready to go, and hopefully the bear has actually been poked this time. Todd McClellan said that they were poked after St. Louis, and I was like, they don't look like they've been poked. They look like they've been darted with, like, anesthesia or whatever. But anyway... Uh, you know, go Kings, go whatever, and boo the Blackhawks, boo, boo Canucks. And then in the future, we're looking forward to seeing Muzzin. Yeah! Yay, Muzzin! Oh, please don't score on us, Muzzin. <laughs> oh, no, he probably will. <laughs> he hasn't played. Oh. The, he hasn't come back to LA yet. No, I don't think that the but- Leafs played. Oh, no! Oh, that's gonna... That, oh, now I have feelings about that game. I didn't expect <sighs> to have feelings about that game. It'll be his first well, time have, back. Uh, he won't be here. They're going to Toronto. Oh, are we there? Oh, good. I have yeah. I have quite some time then to have those feelings. Never mind. I retract my feelings. <laughs> well, I still have feelings about seeing Jake Muzzin in an opposition's uniform. I can't actually bring myself to watch Leafs games... But it's just, every time I see Muzzin, I'm like, oh, my heart. Oh, this is too painful. I cannot do this. All right. Well, I think that's enough babbling out of me. <laughs> Thank you again, Sarah. And uh, signing off now, this is Robin. Oh, one more thing. You can find us on Twitter. As always, I am at underscore. No, I am not. I am at Robin underscore JFTC. Sarah is at write like write with a pen, said Sarah with an H. Yep. And then there is the at JFTC underscore Kings main account. So hit us up anytime. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. Bye.